Welcome back to At The Buzzer. I'm your host, Andrew Loveliner, joined alongside my co-hosts, Dean McCollum, Tyler Fertel, and Campbell Klein. And today, we're going to be talking about some of the surprises uh, and some players and how they performed uh, in the NBA Summer League. Um, so a player that I think is worth talking about is the leading scorer, Cam Thomas. Um, he did average 27 points, although he might not do that in the NBA. What do you guys think of Cam Thomas's performance over the Summer League? Um, well, obviously, if you score 27 points in the summer league, you have to be a decent NBA player in my eyes because you're not going to put up that many points in a league where there are young and promising players uh, playing. So I feel like Cam Thomas can definitely have a role on the Nets this upcoming season. Obviously, he won't start because Kyrie Irving and James Harden are there, and he won't get very many minutes because Kyrie and James Harden are there. So when you think about it, he's not – I think – max he'll get 15 20 minutes a game i don't see him getting any more i think there's a likely chance he gets less uh but i really like what i've seen from him i feel like if the nets look to add potentially another veteran piece for their title chances this year he might be someone that gets traded because he doesn't have that big of a role on this team right now because they have two superstars in front of him so i definitely think that he can help the nets if they give him a role on the team if he plays a good bench role if he potentially plays uh like the seventh or eighth person uh, uh, off, like coming off the bench, like the seventh person on the team. But uh, right now, although he played really well in the summer league, I don't really know what the Nets are going to do with him. Yeah, Cam Thomas has been going off uh, the summer league because he's averaging around almost 30 points per game. But like Tyler said, he's not really going to get that many minutes on a contending Nets team. Although my reactions to the pick, I was very jealous that the Nets got him because I knew like that the Nets knew what they were getting from him coming out of LSU. And that was just three point shooting lights out three point shooting. And he's just definitely proved that because he's averaging around 30 points per game in the summer league on very good efficiency, like NBA above average NBA player efficiency, which is really good to see for the Nets. So I think that since the Nets are probably will will coming into the season, have the highest odds to win the NBA championship, even though they're not going to, I think that Cam Thomas can definitely help them out because uh, three-point shooting is so important, especially off the bench. You see guys like Jay Crowder, although he doesn't only shoot and he's more known for his defense and shooting, I'd say. Uh, Three-point shooting, especially off the bench in tight situations, if you're contending for a championship or contending in a playoff series, that's very important. So Cam Thomas is definitely going to bring that very important aspect to the Brooklyn Nets for this upcoming season. Uh, yeah, like you guys said, Cam Thomas's 27 points is impressive and all, but on a Nets team full of superstars, he's not going to be getting 20 shots a game. He's not going to be getting anywhere near 20 shots a game. So, uh, yeah, he was he was promising in this summer league, and he could definitely be a piece that they could uh, move around at some point, but I don't think he's going to play a huge role on this team uh, next year. They do thrive with their shooting, though. That's a thing. Like, they... The Nets shooting is what makes them what will probably make them a really good team uh, besides their superstar talent. So if they want to use that to their advantage and give Cam Thomas a bigger role than we're expecting him to have, I wouldn't be that surprised. See, like uh, because like Dean talked about, he's a really, really good shooter coming out of LSU. So. All right. Yeah, well, we'll see how he finds his way in the rotation. But now I want to, I guess, like ask you guys a question. So. 
the number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham, and the number two overall pick, Jalen Green. Uh, they didn't play all the summer league games, but they each played really well uh, in all their summer league games. They had a head-to-head battle that was pretty interesting to watch. So there's a lot of, you know, stuff online. You know, some people think Jalen Green's better. Some people think Cade has more potential. Um, so what do you guys think about uh, who's going to be the better NBA player this season and maybe in the future? I think that everyone who's saying that Jalen Green is better, I mean, I'm a huge Jalen Green fan. I think he's going to be really, really good. But all I'm seeing in the comment sections of any Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham post is Jalen over Cade. And I think that's kind of ridiculous since Jalen slightly outplayed Cade in the one game that they played versus each other. But I still like Cade better coming into this next season. I think he's, I think Jalen Green's efficiency is sort of going to slow him down, although he's proved that that might not because, I mean, it's just a summer league at the end of the day. But I think that Cade Cunningham, he's just going to have a more impactful uh, role on his team because, I mean, at the end of the day, he was drafted number one for a reason. Jalen Green was drafted number two for a reason. I think that, I think that I, I'm just going to say Kate's just going to be better than him. I don't, I don't really think there's much up for debate. I don't think much has really changed in the summer league as where it was during the draft process. Cade was the number one pick for one reason, and that's because he's the best player in this class, and I think it still stayed that way. Well, obviously, yeah, like you said, Cade went one for a reason. He's a franchise player, obviously, but your argument about efficiency, according to the stats, makes no sense. Jalen Green... Uh, field goal percentage was 51. Well, uh, Cade Cunningham's was only 42, 43. So in my eyes, if we're talking about efficiency, Jalen Green was better in the summer league overall in my eyes because he put up more points per game. He put up two more points per game. He shot 2% better than Cade uh, from three-point range, which obviously isn't that big, but he shot overall like nine percentage better with field goal percentage uh, than Cade in the summer league. And Cade put up more shots, I think, but still, Jalen Green overall was better in the summer league. Still, I think Cade Cunningham is obviously a really, really good talent. He, I think his fit with the Pistons will be interesting because they have some other pieces that can help him out, like Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bey. But I think in this rookie season, I think Jalen Green's going to have a better season, personally. I feel like his talent is just going to allow him more, f- like, he's going to be more free on the Rockets. They don't have as many pieces that can score as I think that the Pistons do because all they have is KPJ and Tr- Christian Wood, really. I mean, if you consider John Wall, who, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. I think the Rockets probably have better yeah, players. They definitely I don't think, do. Uh, I mean, I feel like, I feel like the Pistons have more than better young points a game. And same with Sadiq Bay, most likely. Well, yeah, I, I just I, your argument about I think where Dean is coming from is that like Jalen Green's just gonna put up like since he's on the Rockets, he'll put up like twenty shots a game, and it's yeah, like and his he's efficiency's like, not gonna be as good because he's gonna score a lot like, more points. The reason I think the reason why he's shooting fifty percent right now is because it's like it's summer league, so like I mean, he's not being I mean, guarded by like NBA defenses. Yeah, Jaylen also Green, the Jaylen sample Green, size is like three games. Him shooting fifty percent doesn't mean a ton of. I mean, I know, but Jalen Green did. He played three less minutes per really game than Cade Cunningham and still scored two more points and had way better efficiency, which I guess kind of makes sense. But still, I, I, I just that argument about Jalen Green's efficiency going into next season, I just don't see any proof of that because I feel like. Kate Cunningham, I think Kate Cunningham in the future will be better, but I feel like in this one season, Jalen Green's role on the Rockets will allow him to be more like 
um, an appealing player than Cade Cunningham's will because he'll get up more shots. He'll have more free ability. He'll be able to take the ball down the court. I think Cade will too, but I feel like there's more players on the Pistons that will have a role, have a bigger role on that team than there are on the Rockets. On the Rockets, there's KPJ and Christian Wood and maybe John Wall, but on the Pistons, I feel like there's more people than that. Uh, I'm going to go with Cade Cunningham to be better next year. I don't think uh, the three summer league games say enough or are a large enough sample size to really base anything off of them. So uh, I'm strictly going from last year, how they played on their uh, teams. And I just think Cade Cunningham is developed as a player light years ahead of uh, Jalen Green. So I'm going to go with Cunningham for that reason. This doesn't mean that, like, I think Jalen Green will be a better player than Cade Cunningham throughout his career. I think Cade Cunningham will be a better player. I think Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green will both be all-stars. I think Cade Cunningham will ultimately be the better player. I'm just saying this next season, I feel like Jalen Green's ability will ha- he'll have more freeness. I don't, I, I don't know the correct word here, but, like, he, he'll, he'll be able to run the offense more because there aren't as many young players on that Rockets team that are just – able to run an offense than there are in the Pistons. I feel like Killian Hayes is going to have a bigger role than people think. People don't remember. He was the seventh pick. He was the seventh pick for a reason. So I feel like Sadiq Bey there too, Isaiah Stewart. You're basing a lot of this off the summer league, but Killian Hayes has been awful in the summer league. And a lot of what you're saying is based off of only the summer league because Cape How is it based off of only the summer league? You're saying that what Tyler's Tyler's argument makes sense though because like Jalen Green put like score he's he'll gonna probably, have way less he's gonna have average more he'll probably average more points uh him he might average more points than kate cunningham just because john wall is probably gonna miss a ton of games and also like the rockets like they have no shot at making like even the play in exactly. this year like, so like just, they're they're tanking, gonna have a larger like, but you can tell like the pistons like Dwayne casey's actually like a good coach uh even though they were really bad last year that's because like they were putting out like their own g league team in nba and they actually uh have a few good players now and Killian, like, although he hasn't been great, uh, he's fully healthy now, so maybe that'll make a difference. Yeah, there are more um, players like that can do Like, the Pistons are going to try to win, so I, I think Cade's numbers might be worse, but I think he's going to yeah. be, like, more of a winning player this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I agree. I think... Like, I, think the- I could see Jalen Green averaging, like, 16 points, but the Rockets win, like, three games, and then, like, and then, like, the Pistons will, like, they won't make a shot at the plane, but they won't be, like, the worst team. Like I think I think than, like, Cade's Cunningham's team will win more, but I'm saying that Jalen Green, the, the Rockets have less assets, they can do more. The Pistons have more young players that can actually, like, help them win. The Rockets don't have many players, which makes me think that Jalen Green will put up better stats and overall maybe have a better statistical season than Cade Cunningham. But that doesn't mean he has a better season with efficiency. My argument was that I think he can based on the summer league, but that I'm not saying he 100% can because with a bigger sample size, like Campbell was saying, everything can change. I feel like you guys are, I know this isn't really related to the summer league at this point, but I feel like you guys are underrating the Rockets right now because, I mean, they're not like, you guys are acting like they're going to be the worst team in basketball. And I think they're, I, I, I don't be, think they will be. I mean, like, I know, but Andrew was saying that the Rockets were going to win no games this year. No, I think I think I, th- I think they can potentially. If Jalen Green, and I think KBK they can end up maybe being, maybe like I don't. I think they can potentially contend they're not for a play sniffing spot. the play, and they have like no, no I think they can, leadership. No, I, I think they all. can. I don't think they're going to, but I think they have a chance. I don't think there's they have no a chance. Dude, they have they have if they if like they're it. better than the Spurs in my opinion. They're better than the Spurs. They're better than the Thunder. 
They could be better than the Kings. It's, you never it's know. close. It depends. I it think depends. it's close. They're probably it's like close. definitively better than like two it, teams. It, I well, think that, a lot true. of it depends on how KPJ. I trust I think, the Spurs more than the Rockets. I, I don't. Think I a don't. lot of it depends on how KPJ I do because of their coaching and also the because Spurs if they have, fit like, really players. well and they can play a really good guard game together and just pick and pop and do all that together, I feel like they'll also, be Christian Woods the Rockets back. People, people yeah, are underrated. Rockets have no bench and like no no Christian, I yeah. I mean, but I feel like a lot of it's going to rely on how KPJ and Jalen Green play together. They're going to put they're up both, good numbers, but they're not going to win I feel like they're games. both decently – they want. They both need the ball in their hands to kind of to succeed. So I'm excited to kind of see what happens with that because they're both young, promising players. I'm a, I'm a big fan of KPJ. And KPJ I think is winning most improved. Really yeah, me and Dean agree on that. KPJ is winning most improved. All right. Um. So now we had a nice argument about the two, uh, number one and number two overall picks. Um, I haven't been in a podcast in a while, so I haven't got to plug my Knicks player. So I'm just gonna do it right now. Um, I would like to mention Miles McBride is hundred percent the steal of the draft. I'm not sure why he was available at 36. The Knicks should have drafted him with their first pick. He was really good this summer league, uh, and he showed that he's really good at defense. He locked up Sharif Cooper. He made him have a stomach ache and leave the game yesterday. Um, so what do you guys think about Miles Sharif McBride? Cooper you guys was think a steal that- the draft. Sharif Cooper was a No, steal. he was. Dude. Yes, he was. Miles Cooper McBride was just really, really good, and he was also like out. 15 picks lower than Miles McBride. Yeah, Sharif Cooper went the See 50s. What sh- okay. He was supposed so to be a first-round pick, and he won the 50s. I think he won 48. He still played he well. 48. So tell me. So, 48. Okay, I mean, so... So Sharif Cooper, okay. So, t- like, what is he gonna do in the NBA this year? Like, so oh, he's gonna back well, up Trey Young. Yeah, he's gonna. So back he's up not Young. playing alongside Trey Young because, like, the what, Hawks. What, what, just, like, okay, what do the Hawks need from their bench? Okay, so they're gonna try Sharif Cooper. Got back up point guard depth. They need. It was Lou Will last year, and Rajon Rondo. Lou Will right. plays. Lou Will will play shooting guard. The Hawks need a facilitator in the second. I'm just telling you their, right uh, now, if the Hawks run out their bench unit and it's Lou Williams and Shreve Cooper together, it's like literally saying you can score every time to the other team. Like, that's literally what it's saying. If the other team is like a guard that can like dribble and like make a shot contested by like a 4'11 guy, it's like, yeah, you can score every time. I mean, it's not like Trey Young's I, I any better at defense. The, the Hawks, I'm the, not what saying the Hawks Shreve need from and Kevin Herter, the, the, the dynamic duo. Cooper's this when Trey Young is not on the court, they need someone to play like Trey Young. When, when the when the Hawks bench unit comes out and Trey Young is not on the floor, they need someone to go out and play like Trey Young would, and that's what okay, I think. But here's Sharif the thing: Sharif Cooper can't shoot like Trey Young, and he's yeah, I know, but he can facilitate like Trey Young. Young. He can facilitate like yeah, Trey Young. That's what they need. Net that's what they run their offense around. They run their offense around getting Trey Young okay, shots I and understand. having him pass the ball to open okay, players because okay. that's what I, he does. Okay, yeah, I understand. Sharif Cooper probably should have been the 48th pick. But I'm telling you, he wasn't a high pick for a reason. It's because he doesn't play defense and he doesn't shoot. So it's really hard to be like 5'11 and like not play defense or not be like consistent from three. And the reason why I'm saying Miles McBride is um, the steal of the draft is because he shot 50%. He played all the summer league games. So that's a bigger sample size than like two games. He shot like 50% from three, I'm pretty sure. And he locked up the other team's best guard in literally every game. Sharif Cooper went into yesterday's game feeling fine. And then he sat out the entire second half because he was having a cramp because Miles McBride was locking him up so badly. I'm I am just looking saying, at, I'm, Miles I McBride I, I, so I'm biased. looking at the Miles stats. McBride I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now. Year. Miles He's McBride play, like, overall played minutes. better than Shreve Cooper. 
He did. Miles McBride, they both played the same amount of minutes. Miles McBride did play two more minutes. I mean, two okay, more games. Two more but they both played, be they both the played 27 minutes McBride. per game. Miles McBride had like 0.4 more points, and he shot way better from the field. All so I'm his efficiency is, is better, and his defense is better. But I feel like Shreve Cooper's fit when they need someone behind Trey Young to do what Trey Young does. I feel like that's good. I feel like in a regular season, Shreve Cooper might have a that fit is there. I feel like Shreve Cooper might have a few good moments in the regular season, but like he's not playing in the playoffs because like they're going to play Lou Will and like defense matters. Knicks might not even make the playoffs with the new additions of Miles McBride and Quentin Grimes. So the Knicks are literally making the playoffs. I don't know what you're saying. Deuce, they're going to have to be McBride in. They're going to have to be in the play. You realize Miles McBride isn't touching the court, right? He's gonna he's gonna get minutes. He's, he's gonna, gonna get minutes, but not many. Meaning Shreve Cooper will get okay, more so minutes. Kemba Walker and, and, and Walker and Derrick Rose. Rose. Okay, so he's put together quickly. Put, and put and together quickly. I mean, okay. where is he getting the minutes? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Derrick Rose and Kemba Walker are probably like if you had to put the weakest four knees together, like in the entire NBA, that doesn't have mean, it right there. So you're just better than that. For all Knicks fans out here, for all Knicks fans out here. A fellow Knicks fan is betting on your two better guards to get hurt. So no, they're not going to get hurt. Minutes. They're just going to sit out. They're going to load manage. They're just going to load manage. Like Meaning like LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to load manage this season. They're going to load manage. They're going to load manage. Everyone they can. So get. then quickly steps in. I just I don't. So quickly, I think Sharif so Cooper has a. In. I think Sharif Cooper one of them has a bigger role than Miles McBride. More. I think Sharif Cooper has quickly, a bigger role. Quickly is going to play next year. Quickly is going to play the two, but then when Derrick Rose sits out, and then like when. Kemba sits out, then he'll like he'll play point guard. Deuce McBride can play point, or he could play shooting guard. Okay, I think we've gone a little off topic. Also, here. So a Knicks uh, a... depth chart. Yeah, well, we should we I should mean, move on. The Knicks are going to be good this year, so it's okay. I'm going to predict Miles McBride averages no more than seven points per game next. Miles McBride, he's not. He's Actually, going to like six six points per game. game four. <laughs> he's, he's not, not going to. You might average four. Low manage. He's not going to get any minutes. No, if they don't load gonna, manage, he's not he's, getting any minutes. That's if, the problem. They're going to load manage Kemba 100%. Yeah, but still, I mean, Derrick Rose is in front of him. Emmanuel Quickly's in front of him. So Alec there needs, there needs another bench. There, there needs to be one more bench guard. Deuce, he's right there. Quentin Grimes. You picked him above Miles McBride. Yeah, okay, but Miles McBride is better. <laughs> and he plays Says, defense. Quentin not, Grimes better for playoff basketball, though. Quentin Grimes no, is insane. Quentin Grimes was insane on the defensive end for Houston. They're, they're that was both. that was why he was. That's like okay, the that main was, reason why he was picked. No, the main reason. No, it was because of his shooting, but still, he's shooting. still good at defense. I know, but they they always uh, Miles McBride's at Houston, like Houston. They like always put him at the defender. on the number one player because he was good at. I defense. think I, I'm not saying Miles McBride's gonna like make first team all rookie or like win rookie of the year, but I think he's going to be impact impactful player when he plays, and that's why I think he's the steal of the draft because I think like. When more rotation spots open up, like you, I think you could put like Sharif Cooper on like the magic right now, and he'll like probably average like 15 and 10 and like terrible efficiency. But on a good team like the Hawks, he's going to have no impact because he's going to be so bad on defense. His role will have more impact than uh, Miles McBride. He'll have no, Miles McBride. This is the thing the the Knicks last year thrived on their defense, especially with their guards. I feel like adding Miles McBride to that pack is good i feel like the fit is there i feel like the fit with the hawks and shreve cooper is there because i feel like other than that shreve cooper doesn't shoot as well he plays his kind of mindset as a player other than the shooting like how he plays is a lot like trey young so i feel like having he plays like, like trey young except he doesn't have a floater and he can't shoot so like that's like fifth that's like 75 percent of still, trey. hold on Andrew. Runs, hold on hold on he hold runs on. the offense like trey young does hold on andrew pick and roll all that kind of stuff 
So I feel like if they need someone behind Trey Young to do what Trey Young does, Shreve Cooper is a pretty good fit. But they do need shooting. I mean, he's definitely going to have to improve a shot if he wants to play like Trey Young. Andrew, you said Miles McBride definitely wasn't making all rookie first team, which is obvious. But you never said if he was making all rookie. Se- do you think he's making all rookie second team or has a chance to? It depends on how many games he plays. And putting forty rookies above him currently that would make it over. There's no I'm just chance. saying right There's now. No he's I gonna, think you're being a little I'm just, biased. I'm just right saying now, a little in terms biased. of like in terms of in terms of all the players that were drafted like in the second round or like drafted late uh, that played well in the summer league. I think McBride's gonna be really good because he's gonna be able to play minutes because he's good at defense and he can shoot and he can handle the ball. He can do a lot of things. He's not like insanely well at something on offense. Or, like he's insanely good at defense. Um, he isn't like really good at one particular thing, but he's good at a lot of different things. So I think that's like the reason why he's a steal. And I understand why you think Shreve Cooper's good. I think he has a lot of potential. He's but, like, also right- a really flashy player, which makes him, I mean. Okay, I so like, like he's fun to watch. But exactly, then like when he gets scored him- on every play, is he like fun to watch? No. I like Miles McBride's TikToks. I do too, yeah. Okay, let's. I, I have a player. To, I have a player to, uh, to talk about yeah. here really quick. He's on the Grizzlies. He, I don't think he'll start this year, but I think he could potentially get a bigger role on this team. It's a Desmond Bain who played only two games actually, but in those two games, in about thirty minutes, he scored twenty four points and shot sixty nine percent from three on about seven attempts, which is pretty absurd. Uh, and I mean, obviously, it's the summer league, not a uh, not the NBA, but still. He's a shooter. So what do you guys think about Desmond Bain? Can he be a kind of not a breakout player, but can he have a bigger role on this Grizzlies team this upcoming season? I know me and Dean like him a lot, but yeah. I think he's nothing more than a three-point shooter on the Grizzlies, but he will get more minutes and he'll probably be better than he was in his rookie year. But literally out of TCU last year, I wanted the Lakers to get him, but then we traded our pick for Dennis Schroeder. But um, he, he's literally just a lights-out shooter. And when you're playing against people, like 90% of people who won't even be in the NBA next year. And with that defense, and I mean, and you're a second year player, you're expected to play well too. I'm not really surprised. I'm surprised by the high three point percentage, like that high of him shooting that well from three, but him averaging 24 in the summer league, he should be doing that because he was a first round pick last year. So, I mean, if you're a sophomore player, you should be one of the better players uh, in the summer league in your second year. Uh, I do not think Desmond Bain is going to have any sort of breakout year. Once again, I just think two games in the summer league against, as Dean said, most of these guys' names we've never heard of, and they won't be in the league a year from now. Like he went nine for 13 from three over a two game stretch. Yeah, that's really good. But like, I mean, you play enough games and at some point you'll have a hot streak like that. So two games of good shooting, I don't think that can determine that he's going to have an absolute breakout year and be like some important piece on this Grizzlies team. So I think he's just going to, you know, go on his regular projection, if you will. I think I think he definitely has a better role. I feel like the Grizzlies are kind of getting into the stretch where they're young enough to still be a team up and coming, but they're getting to the stage where they can be contenders, but obviously not this season, obviously not next season, but they're getting close to becoming a certified playoff spot playoff team in my eyes. Cause I feel like John Morant's going to be good. Jaron Jackson's getting close to his prime. And then a couple other, I think Jaron Jackson one or two years away from his prime. Um, but I feel like that 
one-two punch is pretty decent. And then they have a decent surrounding squad in uh, Kyle Anderson, now Steven Adams, Desmond Bain. Uh, they drafted Zaire Williams, right? No. Almost, See on the Pelicans? Yes, yeah, almost the reach of the draft. That was a horrible pick. I mean, there's really like I think he has a lot of potential, but I don't. I think he's. I don't think like a. I think he has a pretty low. I think Desmond Bain's fit on the Grizzlies is good because they can use some shooting. John Morant, obviously, decent shooter, not the greatest shooter. So having someone alongside Jaw to kind of have that option where he's like a knockdown shooter is definitely very helpful. Helpful. I feel like his Desmond Bain's role on a team like the Grizzlies in a couple of years could be that of like Joe Harris, who's been like a knockdown shooter for the Nets, but uh. Yeah, Desmond Bain, I think, is a little more upside than that, but uh, yeah. I think that, yeah, I was about to say, I think Desmond Bain's like Joe Harris type player, but he also is like, not that Joe Harris is bad at defense, but I think Desmond Bain's like a pretty good defender. Um, and so, like, I don't think he's going to like handle the ball very much, uh, especially with John Rant on his team. Like, he's not going to be like running the offense, but I think he'll probably play more minutes uh, this year than he did last year, maybe slight increase. Um, I think he'll probably end up being like their sixth man, which what, which was what he was uh, at the end of last season. So I don't, I don't think his role is changing, but um, I could definitely see him averaging more minutes because he can really shoot. Um, and like shooting is insanely valuable. And if he continues to shoot this well, he'll probably get a big contract in a few years. I want to bring up one player um, because his name is a little more relevant now that someone on his team, same position just got traded. I know you guys probably don't really know much about him, and he was labeled as a bum for the last, what was it, two years? He was in, what, Zion's class. Um, Jalen Noel of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I watched one Timberwolves summer league game, and he went off. So Jared Culver just got traded today. He was. I'm just going to say, Jared Culver sucks. He's a bust. So I'm glad they traded him. Wait, he got traded to For who? Patrick Beverly. For Patrick Beverly. For Pat- oh, Beverly. he was in the Beverly trade. He Beverly oh. got traded again. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. The Timberwolves? Yeah, Beverly's. That's a really good pickup for the Timberwolves, in my opinion. But Jalen Noel, what do you guys think that's about his role? a good pickup to be like the 12th seed in the West. Uh, yeah. What do you guys what, think about Nothing He's makes be... me happier than seeing Patrick Beverly get traded to the Timberwolves. That's just incredible. <laughs> Dude, he right, posted on question, Twitter, grit and grind, let's go, like yeah. two hours yeah. ago. <laughs> what do you guys think of Jalen Noel's role next year? I know almost nothing about Jalen Noel, but if he's going to have a role on a pretty terrible team, which it's actually might not be that bad of a team this year, because if they're healthy, they have D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Downs. But if he can just complement those three players and be a decent shooter, because I'm pretty sure he's a decent shooter, then I think he can be fine. But I don't really know much about I'm, him. I think Jalen Noel is like... I watched him play. He doesn't really look like very skilled. I think he's just like a really good athlete that is like a nice jumper. Um, but I like I watched him play last year in some like garbage time minutes against the Knicks, and he was not looking too good. So I think maybe he'll lead the Timberwolves to like at best like the last playing spot. But I don't think like he's playing like a big role on like a good. He's been team changed a man since garbage time last year. <laughs> at best, the last playing spot. No, I think they can be like a. Seven or eight. Tyler, there's no zero, way there's zero seven or eight Z. There's zero. Dude, dude. <laughs> there's no if way. If you have three decent Yo, all-star players, one. you can be a seven or an eight seed. <laughs> no. Who are their all-stars outside of Cat? Tell me who are their all-stars. No one. D-Lo and 
Anthony, Anthony Edwards puts up fake stats. He doesn't win for a reason. Okay, that's not true. Also, like, Delo's overrated. Delo's so overrated. They have Bro, Patrick Beverly fine. now, who's going to help them out with their defense. But I don't even know. They Actually, have way too many. The fact that I literally Beasley can't too. name another player on their roster currently means that they're not a playoff team. I was thinking that I if think they, they have a decent Pat big Bev. three, then they could be a playoff. Why would they trade Pat? Now Bev? that I'm realizing well, that I can't name another J- player if other than act- that big three, that's a problem. Dylan Wells not a point guard though. I know, but they actually, if they actually, Patrick Beverly's not a point guard either. I think we just saw Patrick Beverly. Yeah, he is. He's not a point guard. Well, he can guard a bunch of other positions, but he's a point. He can guard a point guard, but he can't play. Search Patrick Beverly up right now. He's a point guard. You know, it says point guard, but like, is he a good point guard? Like, like six, no. one. Of course he's a good backup. He's a good backup. He's not no, no, no. a facilitator. Listen, but he's listen, a listen. Point guard. I'm talking about his play style. He's a three and D player, but because he's six one, he's labeled as a point guard. But he's not a point guard. That's why the Clippers just traded him because they need a point guard to run their offense. Eric, yeah, that's, 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 that's exactly why they traded him. Rondo, 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 Rondo can't shoot, and that's what they. I mean, Eric Bledsoe can't really shoot, but Rondo and Pat Bev couldn't be as good as facilitate. Pat Bev and Rondo couldn't be as good of facilitators as Eric Bledsoe. Co- Rondo, are you kidding me? Rondo's so much. He wasn't. He wasn't playing very well. He wasn't playing. sucked. Back to what I was saying about the Timberwolves. They have like a, they have a ton of guards: Jalen Noel, uh, Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley just got out of jail. Uh, D'Angelo Russell he was never like, in jail. <laughs> yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He was facing jail time, but he was never in jail. I swear to God, I just <laughs> saw something ne- that said he just got out of 78 days in jail. Someone was probably just joking on Twitter. He was never All in right. jail. All right. I'll send it to you later. What I'm saying point. is, I think Patrick Brown is going to get traded again to like to like like a midseason, like a contender will like trade like a second round pick. Well, maybe like Rajon Rondo was, but still. Yeah, like something like that. I mean, Rondo. Rondo obviously can be a facilitator. He's just, he wasn't playing very much and they needed someone that could play more and be more of a, a facilitator than Pat Bev was. So I feel like that's where Eric Bledsoe comes into play. One more player I want to bring up, Tyrese Maxey on the Sixers. People still think Ben Simmons is going to get traded. He has apparently no contact with the Sixers, which makes me think that they're, uh, that organization and him are not having very good relationship right now. They're not in a very good relationship. So uh, I feel like Tyrese Maxey is going to have a bigger role next season. Even if Ben Simmons isn't traded, I feel like he can definitely play more. And I like Tyrese Maxey. I think he's a decent defender. He can be a facilitator. Why can't I say this word today? Facilitator in that offense. He was, what I remember I was talking to Dean about this. Uh, when in the playoffs, when the Sixers were playing the Hawks and there was some late game moments, uh, Tyrus Maxey was not backing down from being the facilitator in a close at playoff series, which makes me think that he could potentially be a great player in the NBA. If he's not afraid as a young player to play as well as he can in the playoffs on a great team with high expectations, that's definitely something that impresses me. So if Tyrus Maxey can keep that shot up, he shot Oh my God, he shot terrible in the summer league, but it's only two games. He shot 28%. <laughs> he shot 28% from three on uh, seven attempts per game. So obviously he can do better in the NBA, uh, but <laughs> that... Okay, no, I, 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 was right that. That I think that. Tyler's Ty- right. Tyrese Maxey is kind of like a Mano quickly. Like Tyrese Maxey and yeah. Mano quickly, I swear to God, they're the same no. player. Like they're really good three point shooters. I, I agree. But I agree. also like they're I really. I don't know why I was, I was expecting they're his really position to be. Yeah, decent. I agree. Yeah, he, he was really good. Like, I mean, quickly. They're like I mean, the exact same. This player. is crazy to me. 
he shot 28% of three, but still put up 26 points per game. That's showing like that what he's Cookley not, did, pretty much. Yeah, he's that, showing that well, he's, he's not, not really the sharpshooter. Like, Tyrese like, Maxey isn't known for being He can do more than one thing, which is impressive. Especially but I think and, he's, as a he's, young player and a good to team, and he's going like, to be good. Maxey's like, shooting really streaky. He's really streaky, and he's really inconsistent. So, like, shooting a lot of shots, like, his efficiency is bad. But I think if... Like if he works on being a good spot up three point shooter, like his efficiency will obviously go up. Um, I think that, I think his facility. I, I think he's going to get a lot of minutes because I think like one hundred percent Ben Simmons. He's not going to be on the Sixers next year. There's but, no chance. Like yeah, they're already shopping now. Like I like, thought. I, 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 I don't think he's trading because I man. thought it was very unlikely that the Sixers could find a way to trade him. But I think he will. I think he's going to get traded to like. Like, like a, even though even though the asking price is still like really high, like he's a hundred percent getting traded. Like there's no there's no way he's he's coming back to Sixers. But uh, I think Tyrese Maxey, I I like him as a player. He showed that he can be a facilitator in big moments last year, which was impressive for a rookie. So yeah. Okay. Are we? Do we do Are there we any more players we would like to mention? I think that we. Oh, actually, I would like to mention a player. Can I mention a player? Yes. I would like to mention a player who has gotten zero respect from the own team that drafted him. This guy has gotten zero minutes. He's not, he's never been in the rotation. He only plays garbage time minutes. Uh, and I think he deserves more respect. Can I, can uh, I so guess? Is it I'm nice? starting the can I, free can I, bowl, I bowl, free oh. bowl, bowl. Okay. If the Nuggets bowl, don't bowl. play him, I think he should request a trade. And I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like, I think he actually could be good because like, he probably needs to get in the weight room a little bit more than he's doing right now, or maybe eat a few more carbs, but he can really shoot. And he's also like seven feet. So he can block shots. He could be a good stretch five. The nuggets do not use him at all. And I know they just lost JaVale McGee. So maybe they'll use him now, but I think that I think he could be a good role player for them. And I think if he, uh, if they, if they don't play him bubble at all, I think that he should uh, request a tree. Cause I think he has some untapped potential, uh, that we're not seeing because he's not getting any minutes at all. And one last player I want to uh, bring up is Aaron Nesmith from the Celtics. I mean, I think he had a little bit of a bigger role than Bull Bull did on his team, but I still think that the Celtics didn't use him enough. In 25 minutes, he put 18 points per game up, uh, which was pretty good. But I saw that he had one really, really good game um, in the summer league. I can't remember which one it was, but he had one really, really good game. Uh but he was really streaky um, for the Celtics in this past season. And I remember watching some games and thinking like, oh, this guy has natural talent. I think it was in a regular season game. Uh, it was in, it was in like terrible. I mean, they were down by like 15. I think it was like the Nets or something. And he came in and he hit like three threes in a row, which like pushed it to, I, I, it wasn't, it was still not close, but I remember he hit some really nice shots in late game moments that didn't matter. So I thought that was good. I feel like he could potentially be a good player if they give him a bigger role. I think Romeo Langford's gone, even though he didn't get any minutes. But uh, Kemba Walker's gone, obviously. That opens the door for a couple other players, even though they do have Dennis Schroeder. But uh, I, I like Aaron Nesmith with the Celtics. Definitely think he can be a good player behind Jalen uh, Jalen Brown. and Jason I'm pretty sure Cater. Dennis Schroeder's coming off the bench. Who's starting? Smart Mark smart. They just oh, paid him smart, seven, yeah, like smart, seventy smart. million dollars. Like he's definitely gonna play point guard. Um, but I have a good shot clock that we can do really quickly. Uh, why don't we all give one 
rookie this upcoming season that we think will surprise people. Okay, my player is also on the Rockets, like Jalen Green in this rookie class. It is Alperin Sangoon. I feel like he's going to be a good player. He showed out in uh, in the summer league. He had some moments where he showed high basketball IQ, and he showed that he could potentially be a good shooter for a center. So because of that, because I think he could have a decently big role in this rookie season on the Rockets, I think that he's going to surprise a bunch of people in the regular season. Andrew, you want to go next since I still have to think of someone? Uh, sure. Uh, will someone else time me? Yeah, I'll time you, Andrew. Uh, 24 seconds on the clock starting now. All right. Uh, so my choice for this shot clock segment is Chris Duarte. Uh, Chris Duarte. Um, he was a he was a lottery pick. Uh, I'm pretty sure, right? Um, but he played really well in the summer league, 18 points. And I think the Pacers are going to have a bounce back year with Rick Carlisle as their coach. And I think Chris Duarte is going to play big minutes. And he's going to be an important piece on the Pacers team. And I think if they make the playoffs, he's going to play big minutes. Um, so yeah. All right, who's timing me? Andrews, the host, will time you. All right. Okay, Dean, ready? Yep. All right. 24 seconds on the clock. Start. Um, so my player is going to be Kai Jones, someone the Charlotte Hornets traded up for. He's a very lengthy and exciting center to watch because he's super explosive. And I think that him in the pick and roll with LaMelo Ball is just going to be so fun to watch because I think the, the Hornets are such a fun up-and-coming team and they have so many flashy players on their team. I think that Kai Jones is going to definitely surprise a lot of people from being just so explosive that people actually think he's good. All right, uh, Camel, you're up next. Uh, 24 seconds on the clock starting now. Uh, for my surprising player, I'm going to say Jonathan Kaminga. Although he was the seventh overall pick, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people, sort of for the same reason as Dean. He's on a really flashy team with the Warriors, and he's a freak athlete. So I think there's going to be a lot of clips of him, Curry, doing crazy things, and I think that's just going to get him a lot of publicity. Not to say he's not going to be a good player, but I think it's just going to surprise a bunch of people, his athleticism and just incredible plays. All right. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in and make sure to tune into the episode next week.